There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, it's another one of our uh, single issue uh, episodes. We just take a topic and see where it leads. Mm. And this one is uh, bees, which is uh, that's the one that you suggested. Some you had some recent bee interaction, I think, or you were going to do something related to bees. A, um, school trip to a bee. Uh, I think they call it a bee sanctuary. And mm. he told me this casually because he wasn't very enthusiastic about it. And I just thought it sounded great. I'd be fascinated to visit a beef sanctuary. So I wanted to go, and he didn't want me to go. Because, you know, you can always volunteer to go along as a helper. And I, te- I tend to always try and get in on the, the good ones, like the zoo or the Apple store. And I thought bee sanctuary sounds like my street, but he didn't want me to go. Mm. It, was, it was the day that I had to go to visit my brother anyway, so I couldn't make it. But... Um, I said to him, "How was it?" Is is he is he? Um, I'm, I don't know. One of you is embarrassed, but is he at an age now where he feels self conscious? I don't know. Actually, I'm trying to work that one out because he had me in the school yesterday for a um, sort of a tea party type thing. All right. Because yeah. he's leaving school. The, the he's finishing. They're all finishing. It's their final year, and so so I went in, and he was fine. Me being there amongst his mates, but on this particular, I think what it was was I don't think he's yet at the stage, although he'll get there soon, where he's embarrassed about me per se. But I do think that he knows me, and he thinks bees are exactly the sort of thing that he's going to be over the top curious about, and he'll Mm. go there, and he'll really go on and on about it, and be really over the top, and ask loads of questions, and just be excited about bees, and he he knows that that specific behaviour will maybe embarrass him, but also just annoy him, because he's not enthusiastic about bees, he he actively dislikes bees. And right. um, he didn't need me there going, yay, bees, aren't bees interesting? Let's all find out more about bees. Um, so, yeah, I think that was what lay at the heart of it. And But mm. when he got back, he wouldn't answer many questions. I had loads, and he was being... So I feel he was being purposefully reticent about it. Was he being bee, bee coy? He was being bee coy, but he did tell me... This is the thing that told he told me that I was most fascinated by he told me that the woman, like the, I don't know, the one who was doing the fucking tour, right? The guide. She, bee guide. She got a bee. She got a bee yeah. out of the hive, very gently, with a pair of gloves yeah. on. And she held it very gently between uh, thumb and forefinger. And then he, it. he said <laughs> that he, she held it by the wings, like so spread right. eagle style, in front of them all. Wow. And the bee was just there, hanging and she was and it was alive and she was just holding yeah. its little wings very delicately and um 
it was just there, just like looking at them, like fucking yeah, hell. like what you see. What about Why it? Yeah. Why don't you fucking take a picture? It'll last longer, you cunts. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All have a good look. Yeah, that's right. I have got a cock and balls. What of it? And I'm a fucking yeah, bee. big one as well. Yeah. So what? So what? What? You think only humans are allowed cocks and balls? That's it. The arrogance of the human race. I'm, f- I'm, I'm of- fully pubic. Yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm only three weeks old, but that two weeks is fully pubic for a bee. They're there. Believe me, well, they there. are there. And they're huge. Huge pubes, huge cock, huge balls, huge sting. That's me. And funny <laughs> enough, my name is Hugh. <laughs> I'm Hugh the Bee. Nice to meet you, cunts. But of course, the thing with bees is, of course, you know, one sting and that's it. That's you only it. get one they're sting. Dead. And then you die. That's that's one of nature's greatest tragedies. It is. As far as I'm concerned. What I'm impressed by, because I've been stung by a bee. Mm. By the way, it was a sting to the throat, right? Fucking hell. Um, and it's I've been oh, stung it, by. In, hang on, inside you. No, it didn't fly in my mouth. The, the outside, yeah, right. like around the Adam's yeah. apple. We were, we, hang on, we were before I go any further. Before I forget this, we were watching uh, my son's really in the F1. It's F1 Silverstone this weekend. Yeah when we were recording this obviously it goes out a couple of weeks later and it was just the practice session and the female presenter can't remember her name was just chatting away and she inhaled an insect no she inhaled she inhaled a fly while she was talking oh there was yeah. a presenter she who stopped. swallowed a fly what's a fly I don't perhaps know why die. she followed I don't a fly know why. perhaps she'll die <laughs> yeah that's and then that rhymes worthy of a deep dive at some point wriggled and jiggled yeah <laughs> That's worthy of a deep dive, isn't it? That rhyme. It's fascinating stuff, yeah. isn't that? Especially the casual Can't way in which they go, perhaps she'll die. So it's just like, well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe she'll die, I don't know. Um, so anyway, yeah, you got stung in the throat. It's, it's agonising. And um, they must know that they died because they must have seen it happen to their peers, their B their peers, mm. B peers. And um, yeah, but he just thought, fuck it, this cunt's getting stung. And if I die, I die. And then, mm. and he stung me in the school playground. Um, I had to go to sick bay, and there was. bothered the bee. No, what it was was I was walking. You know, like between lessons. So let's say I was walking. For the sake of argument, let's say I was walking from the biology huts across to the mm. building where my history classroom was. Right. Right. And you know, you're in a bit of a hurry. You don't want to be too late. And there I was walking across the playground. And a bee was flying the other way. And neither of us got out of the way. It was like a game of chicken. And before yeah. I knew it, this this bee was flying at my throat. And when I felt it just tickle at my throat, I immediately, instinctively and stupidly, slapped myself in the throat. Slap! And in its panic, it just stung me and then fell to the floor. Mm. And I was like, I'm boy! Yeah. Um actually it's quite an interesting story because I went to the sick bay and whenever you went to sick bay it was interesting there was always at least one other kid in there sick and it'd be a kid that you wouldn't usually talk to maybe because they'd be from another year. So little things happened, yeah. little little vignettes, little play for today's happened in um in the sick bay. I've told you before about the time when I passed out had a fit and pissed myself and then I woke up and that that girl yeah. was it was there 
Um, but this time there was a kid and he was he was like he was a bit of a tear away right and his brother he had a brother who was two years above me who was a proper fucking tear away and one of the hardest lads in the school and in the area right Mm. and this lad was like a mini me version of him and but he was a year younger than me so I went in I'd never spoken to him before but we got to talking it was a nice distraction from the pain I was in when the nurse went off to do whatever she had to do to you know stop me from dying and uh, after that this kid over the next couple of years became a rising star in the playground so he was a year below Mm. me but slowly uh, like a prisoner who slowly gains credibility he won a number of fights he developed a reputation for being reckless, dangerous, and so forth. His brother eventually left the school, and he was certainly becoming kingpin in his own year. Yeah. And yeah. whenever he saw me around, he'd shout out, Oi, beasting! Right? And I'd go, Hello, mm. mate. I'm not going to say his name now because he might still be yeah. a dangerous man. I just went, oh, hello, mate. Probably Like is. that. And they'd go, well, how do you know that kid? And I'd go, oh, we sort of bonded once in the sick bait. Yeah. He calls me Beasting because I was stung by a bee that day. And that's how he always remembers me. He so still remembers me. We had this sort of thing. But, you know, still, I knew he was I knew he was a figure who commanded respect. But he was still in the year below me. Yeah. So. Mm. Do you, that's tricky, that. Do you, think, do, you think, do you think men like that do that deliberately to people like you to... Make you feel good. I don't I know what their motivation is. You know, what, what's his motivation for shouting "Oi, oi, beasting"? Whenever well, I'd he shout hello to him, and he'd shout back, "Or, all right, beasting." And we just had a sort of yeah. a, a friendly regard for each other, understanding. Until the day a fight was ta- or a confrontation was taking place with some with between him and he, 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 this kid had confrontations every day, but they didn't usually concern me. But he was he was in some sort of confrontation. distance and I thought aha here is a mate of mine having a confrontation with the top dog in the year below I can be the peacekeeper here I can be the cooler because I know this lad so I march over I get between them you could be the more really I I thought I'm going to be my mum so I got I got between them and I grabbed this lad big lad year younger than me but big scary kind of dude right uh, I'd heard some of the things he'd been up to and they weren't pretty. But I, I sort of stood there in front of him and I went, you know, take a breath, mate, calm it down. Yeah. And mm. I thought and I thought he was going to go, oh, beasting, I didn't realise he was your mate. This lad yeah, grabbed me well. and he went, fuck <laughs> off! And he pushed me back quite far, <laughs> right? And I was like, oh my God, I didn't see that coming. Right. Is this one of the examples of being shoved that you mentioned in the yeah in the episode other episode? Recently. It was a shove. Right. And then all eyes were on me, so I couldn't mm. I couldn't back down. And I had Fuck. to say to him at one point, "Look, mate, you know me. I'm beasting. It's me. It's beasting. It's beasting. Yeah. That's what I said. I tried to because he, he was he was in a frenzy. He was he was ready to lash out anyone, and mm. I'd put myself in in front of him, but I couldn't back down. So I was sort of chest to chest with him. I said, "Look, mate, it's me beasting," and he went. Do you know what he said? He went, fuck your beasting. <laughs> See, this is what I think, right? I mm. think people like that use people like you 
bee sting and they use that little bit of familiarity from a distance occasionally now and again just to keep you on side just in case case. we should ever need you yeah just just in in case case he needs to come to me one day and say look i need you to do something for me i need something smuggled into the school yeah yeah it's very clever very manipulative actually what happened was you know it went the other way and we didn't come to blows because you know teachers arrived on the scene and it got broken up, and mm. and I think that probably our history, the bee sting legend, probably prevented it from festering and becoming one of those ones of like where you go, oh, it's not over, and I, I will, you know, you've disrespected me. We've got to sort this out at three o'clock at the mm. gates or something. It fizzled out, but nevertheless, the, when he said "fuck your bee sting," I felt we've had this going on between us for a couple of years now, this beasting yeah. thing. And I always I believed thought, in this. I always yeah. thought it was something that made the, the politics of this playground safer. Right. I thought mm. it made it a safer place that we had developed a mutual understanding based on me being stung in the throat by a bee two years ago. Yeah. But actually I find out today it means when push comes to shove, it meant nothing to you. It was built All on along, sand. It meant nothing. Yeah. So never call me. No, you said it now. You said fuck my beasting. You never cared about beasting. Do me a favour. Never call me beasting again. And that's the thing. That that's the thing is he's used you and you hadn't realised it. Yeah. You felt flattered by the fact that he was paying you that attention from his lofty position. Yeah. As the top boy. He was in the top year boy below. in the year you, below. You felt as though you I know, thought I've got a good, I've got a good connection here. This all this will help me in the future, but it didn't. Nearly had to fight the cunt. Luckily, it didn't come that far. There was just just a bit of pushing and shoving that Roy, as Roy Keane would have said. As Roy Keane would say. But yeah. I often think, think about that whole situation whenever I think about being stung by a bee. I've also been stung by a wasp, also in school playground, but that was at primary school. Stung on yeah, the, on the little <clears throat> finger. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Different subject. I mean, are you clicking something, by the way, or tapping something? Just playing with some scissors. Yeah. Mm. Metal scissors. Maybe not. Good pair of scissors. In fact, put, put, yeah, good they idea do look good. for yeah. another episode. They, scissors. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're good, but they're a bit noisy. If you could just maybe not. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. Colin from Falkirk suggested wasps as a, a subject. Yeah. So maybe we could cover wasps. We did wasps in our live shows, actually. We did the history of wasps in our live we shows did. a few years ago, and it was quite popular. 
So as a result of that, we do we feel that we've covered wasp, but we do have a lot of good wasp info. But that's for no, another we did time. the history of ghosts and it, it, it then. Oh, that was it, and a lot of people confused it for wasps. Yeah, there was a wasp crossover involved, wasn't there? Yeah, neither of them have spines. That's what I heard. Anyway, that's true. Yeah, they're both in both of them like buzz, buzz around your drink in a mm. beer garden in the summer. Yeah, and the way and to catch either of them is still. to put them under a glass and starve them of oxygen. Uh, you can do yeah. that with a ghost or a wasp. But talking of bees, yeah. uh, things being started Get to watch, we've been we've been talking a lot about um, we've been talking a lot about uh, the bees that get tired in the summer, and you'll see one curled up maybe in your living room. They come in through the, if you leave the doors and windows open in the summer. Sometimes in your garden yeah. on the street, and you think that there's a bee and it's dying oh well it probably stung someone I'm not me and you often say we both subscribe to the Attenborough method of not interfering in nature so you just think you just gotta let it die but then my mum was saying the other day and I think your daughter does this as well that actually no you should intervene because actually they haven't stung someone they're just dying because they haven't had enough nectar that day so what you have to do is get a little bit of sugary water and put it uh, what do you put it in a little spoon or something on a spoon yeah, yeah. We've done this put it before. next to them me and my daughter my yeah, mum was telling well me this it. and I was going alright yeah <clears throat> you know this this sounds good I, I will, I'm glad you told me that I will start doing it because I don't want a bee to die unnecessarily despite my let's say problematic history with bees um, I don't wish death upon them and, uh, I think it's good that you've been the bigger man yeah and you know taking an attitude yeah. and trying to help them and save them I do want to save them and she said yeah, you just put it in a spoon next to them, and then I said, "And what do they do?" She went, "They put their tongue out and lick it up." And I went, "Mum, like fuck, does a bee have a tongue?" And she said, "Yes, they Google fucking the do." And we went back and forth, and in the end, I googled it, and it turns out she's right. I believe uh, bees do have tongues. It, well, they're called the proboscis. Some. Yeah. Uh, the weird world of bee tongues is on what looks like a child's website, so that's going to be quite easy for us mm. to deal with. They're more believable, uh, the, the child ones, because no one's going to lie to a child. They've got mandibles, which are like little pincer things either side of where the tongue comes out of. Maybe one day we'll But there's different bees. We'll evolve. Different bees with different like tongues. The proboscis is a straw-like tongue used for sucking liquids and also for tasting. Uh, the proboscis is also used for food exchange between honeybees. Ooh, that's a bit uh, disgusting. Um, bees with long tongues fold them away under their body when they aren't in use. I'm just going to put my tongue down here in the <laughs> undercarriage. I'm just going to fold it up under my balls. When they, when needed, they can unfold the pieces and join them together to make a straw for sucking up nectar. Short tongue bees. Short-tongued bees don't make the same kind of straw and they may lap rather than suck on the nectar. So, uh, as, as I've said, very different types of bees that do different jobs. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, my daughter was trying to save a bee the other day with that, that method of the sugar water and the spoon. And she said it, it reared up and tried to attack her. It went for her face. So, really? maybe it's not all bees want well, to be. Not maybe nice, it's not all it? bees want to be saved. That, yeah, you feel as though nice there's this kind of... An unspoken, almost hippie kind of arrangement where, you know, humans try to help the bees and the bees just accept that help 
But no, this one turned aggressive. Well, it reminds me of nice. the, the classic. I mean, it's not quite B-related. It's to do with the local um, tramp that we had in our area when we were kids. It's, it's, you're not, shouldn't re- I don't feel right saying tramp these days. We, we would say it in the 80s. We used to call them tramps then, yeah. Yeah. But and I don't my know. Mum, my mates, my what best mates... What would you call them? Uh, I suppose a homeless person. No. But it's different. I feel there is a difference between a homeless person and a tramp because nowadays, unfortunately... I think there is. Due to one thing and another, mainly um, this Conservative government, there is a huge amount of homelessness and... Yeah. these are people who I don't suppose anyone wants to be homeless but I would say people who we referred to as tramps were people who'd sort of more turned it into a, a, a full time lifestyle yeah they weren't like oh fuck I haven't got a home because whatever I've been <clears throat> evicted or they were more like I am a tramp full time I'm not looking for yeah. a home I've, I dress like a tramp I've built a tramp lair I embrace the Trump lifestyle. And I go, as this one did, and anyone anyone who grew up in West London in the 80s will will know I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say his name because that's a whole other set of problems, the name that he had. But anyone who who had any dealings in West London will know who I'm talking about. And he went everywhere with a, a, um, like a, a, not a carriage. Sorry, it's so hot. My head's gone fucking, my head's gone to shit. He had a um, wheelbarrow. Yeah, like a, a big one, like a big fucking barrow that he came, and it had all. It had like all of his life's fucking okay, yeah. had his life yeah. in it, right? Yeah, and he would move from place to place and sleep in different places that he could shelter in until he was moved on by like the police or the authorities. And this particular Christmas, he was staying underneath a big, big um, roundabout on the A4 beneath the flyover and everyone knew that was where that was his current abode and my um my mate's mum decided to be a good samaritan on christmas day and because mm. he was a real like local everyone knew who he was right but also everyone was pretty scared of him because he was a he was a grumpy geezer and she went i'm gonna take him christmas lunch so she made she was a cat- oh, she was a professional you, you caterer. Him in for Christmas dinner, she, that no, would have been good. She was a professional caterer, right? So she had all the gear to take um, a lunch, to cook a Christmas lunch and take it covered and warm. She had a lot of tin foil going on. Yeah, that sort place. of thing. Yeah. And she turned up and I remember my mate saying, My mum's going to you know, what's his name's lair on Christmas Day with Christmas lunch I'm fucking out so to be careful he goes I know I'm a bit nervous she says it'll be fine so she goes up and she gives it the old knock knock there was nothing to knock on but she was like oh hi Merry Christmas and she went I've, 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 I've brought you I've brought you Christmas lunch and he's looked up from whatever he's doing and he's gone good good bring it here bring it here right bring it to me woman I'm, I'm, bring it I'm, to I'm, me wench Obviously, I'm hesitant about doing a full impression. He was a West Indian bloke, and he had a very right. West Indian accent. So he'd like be like, "Okay, good, come here, come here." And she brought it to him slowly, and he lifted the um, the like lid or the foil off, and it was it mm. was as we like to say, all the trimmings, right? Mm. All the fucking trimmings. I don't know if she'd gone as far as putting those little even stuffing mini chefs hats on the end of the turkey leg, but we're talking that level. It would have been quality. Yeah right 
and he's looked at it all and he's taken it all in item by item the turkey the potatoes the stuffing the carrots the cranberry sauce the bread sauce everything and he's gone nice 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 and then all of a sudden he's gone now fuck off and she's gone ah! and fucking ran ran out of his lair back to the car jumped in the car and whizzed off back home and uh, yeah she, she jumped out of her fucking skin it, it came from nowhere and the reason I what reminded me of that incident is that it's a bit like your daughter with the bee innit yeah very you try much to so. do something nice on from and to then that. sometimes people just yeah. throw it in your face well, the universe kind of evened itself out because a couple of days later she was out walking Oscar and she saw um, a dead bee that was clearly dead. She inspected it with the view to possibly reviving it if it was still alive, but it was clearly dead, so she just left it. And then she went kind of round the block a bit and went past it again a bit later on. Yeah. And she said it was being eaten by some ants. The bee? So oh, the, bee was being, the dead bee was being eaten by some ants. So that's nature. And, uh, you know, we've done this before. Sorry, but that's nature. That's nature. That's nature, which is the title of a show that we're hoping the BBC might give us. Because they have to Sorry, have something in place nature. when Attenborough finally either pops his clogs or retires. You know? Yeah. Look at nature's bastards in all their glory. Um... Anything else that springs to mind about bees that we want to talk about? Do you remember this the children's that, books Anton B? That's the first children's book I remember ever having. I don't. Uh, no, I'm just going to look it up them. now. There was my first memory of having owning a book was Anton B, and there was a series of books. They were two mates, and that's ironic considering the story that we've just heard via your uh, daughter yeah. that they were mates because uh, in are. nature. Um, they couldn't be anything. They couldn't be anything further from the truth. Um, but no, yeah, I don't remember those. Ant and B by Angela Banner, and the first yeah, one I are. remember. I'm just looking for it here. Is one of them. They're just mates. One's an ant. One's a bee. They look great. They both have hats. Um, and as sort of like a bowler hat, and B has a sort of a you know Manchester style bucket hat like the one worn by Rennie, yeah. the drummer out of the Stone Roses, right? These were, they, these were published in 1950. How come I don't know about these? Yeah, they were really we good. Love these, by the way. I believe they might have been American, I'm not sure. But the one right. that I remember owning when I was young, one of them gets fucking ill and a doctor turns up. But I remember always thinking, they were, they were both portrayed as goodies in these books, right? And they went on mm. daft little adventures. I mean, you know, it's classic. So it's a bit like my favourite Kevin the Kitten. My other favourites of the same era. Yeah. But this probably even predated Kevin the Kitten for me. Like, so one's well, like Ant and B count to three. Uh, around yeah. the world with Ant and B. Ant and B and the secret. That sounds a bit fucking sinister, doesn't it? Mm, Ant and B time. Pro- oh, here we go. This is the one I had. Ant and B and the doctor. Right, they go up right. the fucking doctors because one of them. Well, I'll read you. It says Ant and B's introduction to doctors. Oh no, B has caught a cold, and Ant has a bad case of red lumps. <laughs> yeah. But never fear, Doctor J is on hand to supply good advice and nice medicine. Oh, that's good. Uh, I always regarded nice B because when you're a kid. There's no story, whether it's a book, TV show, or whatever. Everything has to be through the prism of a goodie and a baddie, doesn't it? It's the only way you can kind of understand stories. Yeah. So even though they were both supposed to be goodies, 
I see that now. I thought, oh, this is about these two mates. One of them's an ant. He's all right. But the other one is a fucking bee. So he's the baddie, <laughs> right? And he's always yeah. fucking looking for an angle to sting his mate, right? He acts nice. <laughs> he acts nice. But we all know what bees are really like. You're going to take yeah. the first fucking opportunity. As soon as that ant's back's turned, bang, he'll sting the cunt. That's the thing. Bees have done a fucking good PR job over the last 30 years or so, haven't they? Because we thought they were evil back then. Ant being the doctor, by the way, is on Amazon for one pence. Oh, used. I'm going to get it. I plus, bought that Kevin the plus, Kitten book recently. I'm going to get this as well. £2.80, £2.80 in uh, postage. So that's a bit of a... Yeah, I'm quite tempted. Yeah, one pence. I'm quite tempted because I want to remember what this the mysterious Dr. J looked like. On the cover... It's got night. 97% five-star ratings and someone, one person's given it a two-star rating, but they haven't explained why. Absolutely rubbish. I, yes. I gained Mediocre. No- I gained nothing from this book whatsoever. Most medical science this- has moved on since the 1950s, so it's completely outdated and could actually be the dangerous. Antics- the antics of this pair is becoming jaded. And They've been doing this for five years. Two stars. I'm only giving it a second star because the illustrate the colours are quite pleasing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get yourself that, and we'll, we'll deep dive it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. A five star Angela reviews. Banner and and B series. They're bangers. Absolute bangers. All right. We'll wrap that up with bees. Then I think we've covered pretty much everything there is about bees. And uh, we'll do another one of these single issue episodes and get to the bottom of something else in a few days' time. Thanks very much for listening and buzz off! Buzz off! Buzz, buzz! <laughs> <laughs>